Hello and welcome. My name is Ashley. I am an indie author working on my projects and personal brand while also trying to live life. This podcast will share my experiences on that journey, resources I've found helpful and motivating, and ways I've found to power through obstacles on the way. I hope you enjoy. Hello listeners and welcome back. I apologize for the gap in upload dates, but I've been in a mental funk and just have not been able to wrap my head around creating a podcast, but it is April 14th. We are in the midst of the stay-at-home initiative to help stop the spread of the coronavirus in this time that I've been at home. I've been working on my to-be-read pile, drawing. I have got some writing done. I haven't been as productive as I would like, but I have gotten back to my timeline, which I created at the beginning of the year that dictates when my works in progress will be published. And I'm just trying to stay positive and keep my mental mental energy cleared enough for me to use this time wisely and work on my projects. I'm sorry for the inconsistent schedule of my podcast. I'm gonna try to do better. I'm not making any promises, but I hope this episode does help spend a few minutes of your time and help you get through your day and also I hope it helps share in the you're not alone aspect of writing because it can be very lonely I hope you're all doing well stay positive happy listening Episode number five, my process is valid. So let's go back to a time where I wrote when I was a child. This was in the mid to late 90s. And I did not have a computer. I had a typewriter that my mom had bought from somewhere. I I don't remember where she purchased it, but I had been playing on it for years before I could even spell. But my favorite thing to do was to just go to town on this huge 50 to 60 pound typewriter that hummed when you turned it on and the return ding was so loud that it made your ears ring that was where it started and then my mom got rid of the typewriter I was very sad but then I learned to properly write and compose sentences thank you school and So my only alternative to writing, because this was before 
we had a computer, let alone a computer with a word processor. So I had notebooks upon notebooks. Every year when it was time to purchase school supplies, I was so ecstatic. I still get excited when it's time because they have so many notebooks and they're so cheap. But a college rule 70 sheet notebook was my favorite thing in the entire world. So that was where I wrote. I can't remember how many I had, but the only one that I distinctly remember that had poems, songs, random stories in it was a A5 velvet covered journal, spiral bound journal that had butterflies on the cover and it had butterflies like watermarked on the paper. I distinctly remember writing a poem inspired by the butterfly in The Last Unicorn because that was one of my all-time favorite movies. But that was my format. Everything was written in a notebook. I love stationery to this day I have no idea how many notebooks I have but that was where the love of putting my thoughts on paper began and it was always this amazing process of making my imagination visible and organized where I could go back and remember and imagine those wonderful thoughts and feelings. And I think because of that, that is why I'm so connected to writing with pen and paper. The other aspect is if they were in a notebook, I could discreetly carry it in my backpack, put it on a bookshelf, and no one noticed. It was very hidden. And that was my security blanket because it was not, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it was not deemed normal or run of the mill to be a creative person who creates these things. And I was so embarrassed that this was something that I did that I didn't even allow my closest friends in the entire world, who I'm still friends with to this day, they didn't read anything I'd written until probably five years ago. It took me 30 years to allow anyone at all to read anything I'd written. I'm 35, or I'll be 35 in a month. And... 
it was so important that no one ran across something I'd written or accidentally saw something. So I also used these notebooks to conceal this art form that I thoroughly enjoyed. I would show anyone my drawings or my pastel work or anything like that, but something about showing someone something I'd written, something that had come out of my own mind was just the scariest thing I had ever even thought about. It's like showing a complete stranger your underwear. That's how it felt to me. That's how guarded I was about my stories. And now that I'm older, I can understand why. Because it was such a, like, stripping down of what I thought and felt that it scared me to share it. And even now, I've given my mom uh, my short story both my short story and my novella to read, and Lord Lover, she does not quite understand the concepts, and it's hard for her to get through a very short story because she doesn't really understand it. My mom does not read sci-fi. She is not a tech-savvy person, so she doesn't understand that, and so that is one of my main fears is that someone else reading it won't understand it and so therefore they won't like it. And I don't really write romance and I don't write I write fairy tales but they're weird. So they're not the run of the mill mass understanding of things and I have very dark thoughts and some of my stories are very dark and that is not for everyone and I understand that but it does create a fear so I'm still getting over that the thought of having to hide my work and that even makes that connection with a closed notebook that much more deep in my mind because the notebooks are safe but that also means that I can get the nonsense that's in my head on paper in order and when I go back and read it I'm like that does not make sense and that's also part of my editing process and I was thinking before that it's better to be more tech oriented nowadays but I'm not very good at that. My other connection with pen and paper and notebooks is that I feel that when I'm writing, the connection between the pen or pencil on paper amplifies that pulling out of my imagination. 
it helps feed it and help it grow and expand. And I've tried so hard to be not so analog, but it it doesn't work for me. I don't feel the same connection sitting down at my laptop with a blank page. I have to think too much about format and where the commas go and did I spell that right and should I put this in quotations or italics or I need to change this part because it's not formatted correctly. I don't have to think about that when I'm writing on a piece of paper. Um, I don't know if other authors write out their chapters, but I have seen, especially on Instagram, other people will share where they have written out their entire manuscript in a notebook, and I'm like, oh, hey, I'm not the only person who feels that way, that that page, that empty blank page on my laptop does not speak to me. And previously, I thought if I write it out longhand, it slows me down. It makes my production of the entire manuscript that much longer. And then I got to thinking about it and it's like, wait a minute. No, if I write it out, that's actually my first draft. And I can go back and read the sentences and read over what I've written if I write neatly because sometimes my handwriting gets out of control. If I go back, I'm actually creating a second draft when I transcribe it on paper. So I can go back and read. It's like, is this speaking to the concept that I'm going forward is this in line with my outline is this what I'm actually trying to say so that's a more productive process than putting it on the computer and focusing on sentence structure and things like that and there are times where I have like huge lulls in my productivity because I just don't want to get on my laptop. I don't want to type. I've been typing a long time and I just don't want to type. But now that I've realized that the longhand version in my notebook is actually where I'm starting is my first draft I realized that that is a better process than me trying to conform to this digital age and I keep forgetting that that's perfectly fine everyone has a different process and everyone's process is valid and there isn't really a need to change what works best for me because what works best for me may not work best for somebody else. I know people who abhor paper and pencil. They don't like it. They don't keep notes. They don't like notebooks. And I understand that because this is not the insanity that happens 
and my writing process is really not for everyone and that's okay because their process is also valid my process is valid Stephen King's process is valid back in the day Louis L'Amour's process was valid everyone's process is valid and I just want to put out there that don't conform do what works for you because there are a crap ton of writing books and guides and all these things that will tell you that if you do it this way, you will end up with a good product. But if that doesn't work for you and you're struggling, change it up. Do something different because there's not one cookie cutter way that works for everyone so I'm going back to my original process of putting in a notebook the only thing I'm changing is I'm not hiding it anymore it will be out there for the world to see but it will start in a bound notebook with a pen or pencil depending on my mood and that will be the beginning of my creation of a story. And just remember that as you are an individual, your writing is also an individual. That's what I've learned over my process. Your writing is just as individual as you. And it is valid. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day, and I hope you are hanging in there during these rough times. All will be well. Happy writing. This week's question is, do you use dictation software? I've spoken to another writer that I connected with on Instagram, and they use a program I just feel like my patois is a little too southern to fully use dictation software in a way that is useful. So if you use dictation software, let me know what you use and how well it works as far as understanding different speech patterns. My resource this week is Udemy. That is spelled U-D-E-M-Y. I've done one course on there and I have a few saved. The first one I did is Master Your Inner Writer and the one that I want to do next is called Secret Sauce of Great Writing. So that's a great resource to just learn a little more in a very I think it's a quick way to absorb some craft learning it also includes well some of them include course materials which is really great that you can either print off or use digitally so Udemy is pretty great it's similar to masterclass only there are free ones and it's a lot cheaper but 
that's definitely something if you want to do some light learning and you don't really have the time or the money to invest in taking an actual physical class or an online class, Udemy is a great resource for just putting a little more stock into learning the craft of writing. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week.